0: Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. This week we're going to talk about James Dean who was killed on September 30th, 1955. 65 years ago. Isn't that hard to believe? It's been that long. He only lived to be 24. And he has been famous for 65 years even beyond his own life why are we going to talk about him because that influence that rebel that you know character is still alive and well only three films and then he did television though before that extra work. So tonight, I promise you, we're going to talk about James Dean leading up to the anniversary of his death. There's been so much said about James Dean. You know, he only lived to be 24, die young, leave a good looking corpse behind, um, that he liked to drive fast. You know, started out as a bit player, you know, moved to Hollywood from Indiana and um, Only three films Only three films in his You know in his life His lifetime I know that he had done stuff before You know his extra Television work In fact he did a TV Thing um, f- With Ronald Reagan of all people <laughs> I think it was for General Electric um, And then in 1954 He was doing a play on Broadway And Ilya Kazan saw the play and Ilya Kazan and his people wanted him in East of Eden. I think more so he was referred and Steinbeck didn't want him. You know, the story is that Ilya Kazan didn't want him. You know, he was a method actor Um, But what he brought to East of Eden was truly extraordinary. Raymond Massey and him did not get along. He, as a method actor, basically took his frustrations out with his own father, with Raymond Massey. You know, um... In fact, Paul Newman was supposed to play the brother in um, East of Eden, but didn't. You know, so, um... It's, it's an interesting character that he played. He played Caltrask. You know, he, I mean, James Dean did three films. Only one of them was completed in his lifetime, and that was East of Eden in 1955. So, and then, you know, that year he did uh, Rebel Without a Cause, and then he did uh, Giant. Now, Giant, that was the last thing he filmed right before the car crash that ultimately took his life you know and the story of james dean it truly is you know i mean there's so much to be said about it i remember a couple of years ago i was watching dead famous we had they had this gentleman who was a sensitive and they had um Uh, this one, she was a skeptic And they would go around, you know Investigating the dead famous And he happened to be one of them You know, probably because, you know He he died so young 24 years old Richard uh, Davalos was the one who played his twin Rather than uh, Paul Newman Uh, Joe Van Fleet played his mother in East of Eden. Julie Harris, whom he kissed. You know, um, and then he began shooting um, Rebel Without a Cause. Rebel Without a Cause is an iconic movie. I mean, it came out right after he died. So, you know, when you, you know, and and it happens. It happens every generation. You look at Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger's biggest role is... The Dark Knight So it's weird that right before he You know right after he dies His biggest film comes out and he wins an Oscar For it Um So Rebel Without a Cause Okay they have the here list as 1956 that's wrong It's 1955 Um Sal Mineo, Natalie Wood who also died young You know Dennis Hopper Um Was directed by Nicholas Ray you know um he plays Jim Stark and then um the movie that he was filming around the time that he was killed in the car crash now he didn't uh, he didn't fake his own death this isn't Elvis on the toilet okay this is James Dean was um giant where you know he played um what was his name and it was on the other day, <laughs> him and Elizabeth Taylor got to be very good friends at first. he didn't like Rock Hudson, I guess because you know two gay guys fighting over Elizabeth Taylor um There has always been talk that James Dean was either gay or bi or it's it's hard to say it's hard to say, yep. It was the second to last Academy Award nomination posthumously. He is the only person who to be, to be nominated twice posthumously for the Academy Award. And also Dennis Hopper happens to be in this. We'll get to that later. Ah, he pe- plays Jet Rink. <laughs> there is so much going on in Giant. There's racism. There's Jet Rink. There's oil. There's Elizabeth Taylor. You know, um, really, James Dean would have... People often think, you know, he probably would have been really great had he lived. But you think of those three films. and Most stars only get one good film. And here he had three because his life was cut short. And we're going to dive more into that on the anniversary. But I think my first introduction to James Dean... It was through the American Film Institute because they would do those lists, 100 years, 100 stars. And then the first movie of his that I watched and a very good friend of mine bought me this DVD for a graduation gift was, of course, Rebel Without a Cause. Rebel Without a Cause is such an interesting movie. I don't, I'm so thankful it has never been, I know I should never say never, been uh, remade I mean, that's an extraordinary cast. You think it was, it was ahead of its time. I mean, movies like that weren't really being made. And that's a testament to the director, Nicholas Ray, who was known for going, you know, the extra mile to make these films. And the fact that, you know, James Dean became an even bigger star in Death with the release of Rebel Without a Cause... And so you think things would have been different had he had lived, you know, so. And he's forever immortalized on screen. You know, originally Rebel Without a Cause was shot in black and white. A lot of people don't know that. And it wasn't until later on that it was shot in color because, you know, James Dean with the release of East of Eden that year became a really big star. He was only famous for a couple of months. You know, and and it was East of Eden that did that. You know, the method acting. He'd been compared to Brando. Um, There was something androgynous about James Dean. You know where he came from. This was this was the beginning of the rebel. I mean, the 1950s. It was rock and roll, and here's this rebel on screen who is rock and roll and everything in between. You didn't know what to make of him. Um, when I was watching that American film Institute list and they had all these people talking about James Dean and I love what Terry Garr said about him. She was like, he compelled you to look at him by doing these unconscious things. You know, he would hover around that big house and giant, like he was this wild animal, like he was a coyote. And, um, you know, how he was the boy next door and was the antithesis of that. And that's what Martin Landau said of him. And then you have Angelina Jolie, who is about to make Splash herself, talking about how his need to drive that car fast, you know. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, we're, we're going to dive more into James Dean. James Byron Dean um you know uh the Dead Famous episode if you can find it it's on YouTube they talk to Vampira who used to be a friend of his um Uh, Liz Sheridan, you know, who played Jerry Seinfeld's mom And Seinfeld, she supposedly had a romance with James Dean So did Pierre uh, Angelil You know, who was in Somebody Up There Likes Me With Paul Newman, which originally was supposed to star James Dean And then he was killed So, oh yeah, there's a lot in between this James Dean story Okay, there is a lot going on You know, Elizabeth Taylor has said that her and James Dean would stay up until five in the morning talking. And there's always been speculation what it was about. Was it about his sexuality? Was it about his past? It's hard to say. It's hard to say. But, you know, I think... How he affected people on screen I love what, like I said, I'm going to go back To the AFI thing They had all these actors talking about him You know, Nicolas Cage grew up Watching James Dean, that made him want to be An actor, she, I love what Cher Said, Cher, you know Cher, Cher just doesn't She doesn't beat around the bush, she was like I mean, he cried In a painful way like a woman And he was crying About the thing, same things that I was in pain about It's like okay Um, You know and I think She refers to East of Eden where He's Raymond Massey He's trying to give him the money For these Beans that he, he you know Sold and he doesn't Want the money and so he's crying And he's saying I hate you I hate you It is truly an emotional experience And you look at J- uh, Rebel Without A Cause which is just him against The system him against Society you know um, You have these these Teenagers and Knife fights and um, Natalie Wood the Red Jacket, Sal Minio, who has the biggest crush on James Dean's character in Rebel Without a Cause. And then we flash over to Giant, where his character, Jet Rink, has the hots for Elizabeth Taylor's character. You know, um, uh, what is it, uh? And she's married to Rock Hudson You know and, and yeah it's funny Now we know the truth about Rock Hudson You know he was a pretty good actor Pretending to be married to Elizabeth Taylor You know But yeah you think of those three films East of Eden Rebel Without a Cause And Giant James Dean is the only actor ever To be nominated twice Posthumously for best actor That is a testament to his acting, to his star quality. And to this day, 65 years later, he is still, I mean, you think of his estate still taking in money. He is still, you know, interesting to the movie going public. You know, people in this generation who are coming up. Are discovering James Dean, you know, and so I thought, you know, that it was it would be good to just briefly talk about what I mean. We're really, we're, I'm really gonna dive in. I'm doing my research for the anniversary because I mean, there's talks of his ghost still haunts the area where he was killed. You know, he died instantly. A lot of people, you know, it's 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 interesting. We're gonna go into it. He was good friends with Eartha Kit. Eartha Kitt even told him don't drive that car. You know, um, Natalie Wood, too. Uh, he had a run-in with Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness came to Hollywood a week before James Dean died. It was his first trip to Hollywood, and he talks about meeting him and how they all had this premonition of the car crash. Isn't that strange? You know, that it was in the air and... I love what Vampira said when she met, Vampira, sorry, when she met with one of the skeptics for the Dead Famous episode and she says, you know, James Dean kind of predicted what was going to happen to him. You know, he drew, he drove that car and there was talk that the car was, was cursed. It's hard to say. It's, you know, it's part of the mythology. It's part of the. He became a Bobby Soxer, you know. He became famous in death, more famous in death than in life. That red jacket, that, you know, rebel that he became driving that car fast. I mean, he didn't get to see his star rise like that. It, It says something, you know, at least with Heath Ledger, he was already known. You know we'd known him in Brokeback Mountain and then He go. you know there was this talk that he was Doing The Dark Knight and it Turned out to be a big 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 Film So Now yeah, there's, there's some Connections But you know You think of Heath Ledger Did a lot more films had a lot more Time where James Dean Was only 24 Years old 24 years old only completed three films you know um and there's so many mythologies behind that character of James Dean you know and um I mean it's hard to say is he really himself in East of Eden is he really himself in Rebel Without a Cause or is he really the guy in Giant that's the that's the testament of a really good actor and he was he was truly a star he truly beyond i mean you think of it, he only one film released in his lifetime and he was already starting to stir buzz and then you know the film that made him ultra famous comes out a month after his death and it was it was a new form of celebrity it truly you know, it, it kick-started a lot of things. You know, he is mentioned in Don McLean, You know, McLean's um, American Pie. You know, um, and he wouldn't be the only casualty of the 1950s. You think of the day the music died with Buddy, Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper and Richie Valens. And so, you know, um, people's lives cut short very, very young. Um, if James Dean were alive today, he would be close to 90, you know, um, it's, it's hard to say. It's hard to say, you know, Dennis Hopper, a good friend of his who was in Rebel Without a Cause and Giant because there were certain scenes where they had to, there was voiceovers missing. Dennis Hopper had to do them. Because I guess he was able to replicate James Dean's voice the most. You know, there are so many things on James Dean (coughs) that you can look up in terms of the making of Giant. You know, um, yeah, let's. So James Dean. Born February eighth, nineteen thirty one. Died September thirtieth, nineteen fifty five. Born in Marion, Indiana. Yeah. Talk about a really brief. It, it wasn't just a brief career, though. It was. It was. That's truly a shooting star, if you think, if you think about it. Um. No, oh, here we go. Ilya Kazan, though, I don't know. We should take this at face value. In his autobiography, Ilya Kazan, the director of East of Eden, dismissed the notion that Dean could possibly have any success with women, although he remembered hearing Dean and Angelia loudly making love in Dean's dressing room. Kazan was quoted by author Paul Donnelly as saying that about Dean, he's always had uncertain relations with girlfriends. Okay, that's tabloid right there. Yeah, we're going to discuss more about James Dean soon, you know. Here we go. Um, Cinema and television. American teenager of the mid-1950s, when Dean's major films were first released, identified with Dean and the roles he played, especially that of Jim Rink in Rebel Without a Cause. The film depicts the dilemma of a typical teenager of the time who feels that no one, not even his peers, can understand him. Humphrey Bogart commented after Dean's death about his public image and legacy. Dean died at just the right time. He left behind a legend. If he had lived, he'd never been able to live up to his publicity. That's true. Yeah. There's a lot to be said about... Okay, here we go. Okay, so his first film was Fixed Bayonets. He's uncredited. Sailor Beware. Deadline USA. Has anybody seen my gal? Uncredited. Trouble Along the Way. (sighs) And then his three completed films. East of Eden, he played Caltrask. Rebel Without a Cause, Jim Stark. Giant Jet Rink. Television, Your Family Theater, John the Apostle, The Bigelow Theater, Hank, S- The Stu Irwin Show, Randy, I mean, it. the list goes on and on, Hallmark Hall of Fame, oh my, don't tell Lori Laughlin that, <laughs> oh my goodness, okay, the Schultz play, he did something with Ronald Reagan if I can find it let's see General Electric probably there's an American Masters documentary on James Dean Um, James Franco played James Dean in the 2000s I've never watched it I don't think I ever will um, you know, there's always been talk that there's a characterization of him in the film LA Confidential. Yeah. So we're going to just talk more about James Dean on the anniversary for me as a f- as a viewer, as a filmmaker, I think seeing rebel without a cause is tr- that's truly a moment to be introduced to him in that way there are so many i related to him on so many levels it's like okay all right this makes sense now but then east of eden it's like it's not one it's just the other east of eden that is truly an interesting film i mean it's set i'm from california it's set Against the backdrop of the, uh, you know, Monterey, California, beautiful, beautiful area, Salinas, California, you know, John Steinbeck is from that area and here is, you know, James Dean. I mean, the way he played that character in East of Eden and, you know, he's like, he wants to know who he is. He wants to know what he's like and he's searching and it's truly a powerful moment And then Giant Giant is just You know That's such a big movie Oh my god And He's looking for his place in the world And then when he finds it It's almost like He becomes a victim Not a victim And so we're back on the Dr. Seuss Film Podcast. I ran out of tape, out of room. I know it's the digital age. How could I run out? I guess there's this weird little time, um, you know, uh, limit when I'm recording in the uh, format that I'm recording. But Jim Rink or Jet Rink and Giant... So he becomes successful, and it's almost like he buries himself in it. He's not the person that you meet at the beginning of the film. He turns into a major, major jerk. And you. And it's sad because he's of humble beginnings, yet he is obsessed with power, and he's obsessed with Elizabeth Taylor's character, you know. James Dean was able to convey that as an actor, you know, and he was, and he was a method actor. Method acting was brand new, you know, Brando had kind of brought it to the forefront. Um, and James Dean, it was like, I'm taking it to the hilt. I'm taking it to these American teenagers. Because here he was 20. This was, you know, often we think of the 90210 and they're all in their 20s and 30s playing teenagers. And here is a 24-year-old playing a teenager. He was really good at playing the teenage roles. And then he plays someone in his 20s, Jet Rank. You know, all he's thinking about is women, oil, and power. It's the Texas way Yeah I wonder what George W. Bush thought of Giant I know that his wife liked it Laura Bush Because they're from Texas Yeah um, James Dean uh, We're going to discuss more of him I I want to do some more research You know I wish there was a way to do a seance Just to contact him After seeing that dead famous And that is eerie Don't watch that late at night <laughs> Trust me, it truly is eerie. So as always, unpleasant dreams. And we will continue this discussion of James Dean. Good night.